Hello, what have we here? Welcome to IDP Nation, the place for IDP and draft coverage. We are your hosts, Dan and Daryl. We have you covered from your LB1 year taxi squad. We are IDP Nation. We are back. No two a day this week, or two a week, whatever we've been doing here. Uh, but we are back and better than ever. Daryl, how are you doing? Pretty good, Dan. How are you? Got your new beer koozie I see over there. I, I do. It's stainless steel. The, the, your 25-ounce curls fit in there. You know, I'm going to have to check that out here in a minute. you got to check that out. I'm going to be highly disappointed if it don't. But yeah, if, if it don't, well, Five bucks on eBay. You can't beat it, man. There you go. And we do have a guest this week. We have, um, well, he, he's under two aliases now because well, one of his, his accounts have been auto, auto, alternating getting suspended yeah. on Twitter. We have uh, at Stompy the Bear and at Sam Stompy. Um, whichever is activated this week. Uh, yeah, it's at that Sam Stompy. For three and a half more days. <laughs> three and a half more days. Basically, I'm making a list of things that you can't call people on the internet. <laughs> or, or, or the, 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 the irony for me is I think it's like the people who say snowflake and and the other words are the ones that are reporting me for <laughs> making fun of the people they like. So, so but yeah, so don't use certain words on the internet and, when uh, you're talking at people. We'll we'll get those words. Uh, we'll, we'll be like George Carlin here, the, the seven words you can't say on Twitter on the Patreon show mm-hmm. when we're done recording the clean version of, of this yeah. podcast. Yeah. Uh, awesome. So, so we'll, we'll have to hear that because uh, I, I caught bits and pieces of some of them. So um, the, the one is kind of funny, um, definitely, because I've, I've heard some stories since your uh, story. So, But we'll leave that for the Patreon show. Uh, keep in mind, you can still join the Patreon. It is a great uh, community that we have. Of, of uh, it's it's three people and growing. So, uh, but hey, those three I, I people. You, uh, Dynasty Diagnostic. We've been running for over a year, and we started a Patreon, and it's like we're at like nine people. And I'm like, oh well, we get two thousand plus downloads a, an episode, but we got eleven people supporting us. Yeah. <laughs> But we do appreciate our, our patrons that are helping us uh, keep the podcast going because, uh, you know, it, it's, it does cost a little bit, you know, equipment and, and stuff. You know, you run into, you know, researching stuff. You, you kind of have to, to get your stats and stuff somehow. Uh, it so, takes time away from our families. Yes, it does. Yes. Exactly. Um, yeah, we have to build like a divorce, like bucket or or emergency stash. If I keep doing this forever, he, de- he yeah. just said divorce bucket. I'm still yeah. in that. <laughs> well, throw it's, it's, in, throw it oh, in the that divorce was great. Bucket. Every podcast appearance you make, divorce bucket. Well, yeah, and if you oh, keep it great. under the podcast's name, when 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 50% comes up, that's that's not counting because you're like, well, this, exactly. is this, this is this company's money. It's not my yeah. money. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 I like it. It's coming together quickly. <laughs> but, uh, 
I've been married a while. I, I plan on only being married once, <laughs> so, uh, so hopefully that's not an issue. Um, but anyway, we are here to talk some IDP fantasy football, so, some other stuff too. We have some good listener questions going. Um, we're kind of, kind of, we didn't have a particular topic, but I know one topic is going to dominate most of the conversation here. Uh, today, Jamal Adams, uh, not so inconspicuously replied to a Jonathan Abrams tweet and basically said, trade me jets. Mm-hmm. He does yeah. not want to be there anymore. And it's been, it's been murmuring since the last trade deadline. So, teams he supposedly gave out. What's that? Did you see the list of teams that he supposedly is willing to be traded to? I did not. I did not. Okay, so he's he's the names that I saw. I have to go back and find the tweet, but he's he's named the Ravens, the Cowboys, the Texans, the Chiefs, the Eagles, the Forty Niners, and the Seahawks as potential players. Seahawks better be on there. Well, he can go anywhere he wants to, but if he goes to Houston, he's dead to me. <laughs> I'm not having it. Well, yeah. <laughs> See, I, I think his best – I mean, if he, he wants to go to a good position, like Chiefs, you know. They need don't, don't you think the Cowboys just opened up the pocketbook, though? Uh, well, it's not about – well, first of all, I could see the Jets trading him to an NFC team. Yeah, I think that's if Def- they do. That's definitely not happening in the East. They're not going to give anybody yeah. in the East. So that takes the Ravens and the Texans and the Chiefs out. More than likely, although you so never you've know. got you got the Cowboys, Eagles, 49ers, and Seahawks. If that's if that case was to yeah, all those teams could use one. Although the Eagles apparently Zach Ertz was trending on Twitter, and uh, Eagles fans apparently are losing their minds because you know they're saying an earth and a second to get jamal adams and i'm like yeah i could i could see that they've got dallas back there so basically what i'm hearing is that all see all uh eagles fans are fantasy football first fans like i don't understand that i think jamal adams is going to have a far greater impact especially with dallas goddard right behind Zach Ertz. He's going to have a far greater right. impact on the defense than Zach Ertz does. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's just going to be a, an interesting turn as, as we've kind of today has been, or this week has kind of been a crazy news week. Um, Cause today we, I mean, this is not IDP related, but we, we get the report that Debo Samuel broke his, uh, has a Jones oh, fracture man. in his foot. I, I would not be drafting him in redraft anyway. Oh, no. Yeah. But somebody offered me Alshon Jeffrey and Marvin Jones for Debo, and I'm like, he's not dead. <laughs> I mean, come on. He's what? not dead. He's just going to miss a few uh, games and maybe not be 100% like, he's, he's probably not going to be good this year because the foot injuries take a long time to heal, mm-hmm. and yeah. it takes a long time for you to trust your foot in those situations. Yeah. So I wouldn't – but – I mean, you're right. He's what, 23 years old. It's not like his legs snapped in half and he's never going to play football again. It's, it's a pretty, I mean, I would say a pretty common injury and 
in dynasty, why would you trade for two old wide receivers when you can just keep this young one yeah. and keep him for several years? Yeah, and, and I mean, if I was if I was in a position to maybe, I don't know, be like one piece away. I mean, I have a good young building team, and I feel like I, you know, if if things fall the right way, I could win. But that's just short sightedness. If you're especially Alshon Jeffrey, I think is worth a bag of potatoes right now. Oh yeah, pretty much. I well, I would so if I'm selling. Debo, I'm selling him for a win-now piece, not yeah. Marvin yeah. Jones and, like, yeah. two complementary pieces in their offenses. Yeah. But that's I the mean, common thing. Marvin Jones could get hurt. Well, I mean, a good year. You but... get low-balled like crazy when a player gets hurt. Yeah. If you own yeah. him, you're going to get low-balled like hell over that. Yeah, well, I got I got some crappy offers from Dalvin Cook, too, and I'm like, yep, he's not dead. Like, He's right. probably going to play week one too. So I mean, like it's it's yeah. June. Like check the check the calendar. We got three months before meaningful yeah. football is getting played, and maybe well, even and, more. And we're not so. even in like training camp where yeah. the news yeah. actually is something to listen to, not whatever bullshit. Oh, right. bull, bull honky! Sorry, bull honky. <laughs> whatever bull honky the the coaches are giving you now i mean a lot of people are hammering like the news in uh, indianapolis is that um oh just lost his name oh well if Uh, it's in indianapolis naheem hines sorry naheem hines naheem hines is going to be like awesome in indianapolis because philip rivers checks down and frank reich's been saying a bunch of stuff about him and i'm like you guys it's june like if jonathan (laughs) taylor can be on the field every snap like i don't know why they wouldn't just run him into the ground because i mean that's what you do with rookie rb so it it just people need to stop overreacting to news in june yeah and and I guess even because they're, 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 most of the stuff was virtual, people are just making stuff up at mm-hmm. this point, right. like making their own. Like a lot of the, I mean, I mean, writers are writing things, and you know, our writers are taking a look at situations and giving their view on it. You know, with that, until they hit the field in August, we're really speculating, and and you know, we're using our best judgment and, and you know the nuggets of information we have, but. Um, a lot of the questions we're going to take a look at today are, you know, what do you think of this guy and, you know, new new situation. And it's kind of like, well, you, you don't really know right now. Um, one yeah. question real quick while we're on Jamal Adams. Uh, Ashton Davis or Alden Smith at the last roster spot in a dynasty draft? I go Ashton Davis hands down. Absolutely, yeah. Um, because Alden Smith, I mean, he's reinstated, but he hasn't played a snap in, what, three years? Yeah, I mean, I don't know why you would want to trust him. Are you freaking kidding me? Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, look at his last two seasons, last three seasons, really. He was, I mean, elite in 11 and 12, but, I mean, I, why even take a shot at this point? 30-year-old yeah. and hasn't played in three seasons. Right. Four seasons. Sorry, four seasons. Yeah, four seasons. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's what? Okay, sorry. <laughs> I I despise Facebook on my computer. <laughs> Trying to type Ashton Davis, but it won't let me. 
because it keeps bringing up members of of the group i guess we're in because we, we, we are on the ff uh, fantasy football idp group we post often that group is up to about 600 almost 600 people it's a, it's a very quick growing group um, it did it grew quickly yeah i mean it was 400 a couple months ago so it, it's a it's a good group and uh you know the conversation in there is good uh so if you're on facebook don't type on your computer, obviously, or you'll bring up, like, Mark Davis or some other Davis. I was trying to type <laughs> Ashton Davis to answer the question, and it wouldn't let me. Um, but, you know, it, it is what it is. Uh, we got some other questions from there. Um, but real quick, before we jump into other questions, we do have another big announcement. seems like we're making big announcements all over the place. We have some other announcements uh, in the next uh, couple episodes as well. Uh, but we are at IDP guys. We are uh, going to be creating a tournament, an IDP tournament of analysts and fans. Um, and you know, we're, we're going to start small. You know, we're not going to try to to be uh, you know fourteen hundred strong, uh, like some other tournaments going on right now. And in fact, we have a former winner of that one tournament. Um, Wait, right here. There's another tournament? Yes, we'll, we'll talk about it. Uh, but anyway, what you're speaking of. we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, but we are going to have the IDP Guys Autism Speaks Invitational. Uh, yes. I'm not, the Eliminators are still signing up, by the way, so don't think that those are going away and this is taking its place. We're still going to do the Eliminators. But this is another tournament. Uh, so if you did not get an invite to the Scott Fishbowl, uh, which me and Daryl are still patiently waiting for that 5% to, I guess, fill up. Uh, you know, I want to be the one that goes and, and beats Stompy down. But, yeah, well, or, Stompy, or the, the invite is out here for you to join the IDP Guys Autism Speaks Invitational. Uh, it is a free league. We're not going to charge you to come in, but we do ask, kind of like the Scott Fishbowl, that you guys uh, make a donation. And you can make a donation to Autism Speaks or, you know, a charity of your choice. Uh, we, we do have some plans uh, to, to kind of make this uh, a big deal. Um, and don't be afraid. I know this is an IDP show, so most of you play IDP. But we are going to try to kind of match up. Um, you know, if you're inexperienced, we'll try to match you up in a division that will be competitive for you, uh, in, you know, inexperienced players, you know. So you're not stuck with all sharks, you know that have been playing for 20 plus years because that you know might not be fun but uh and obviously we'll be around for advice and um we're hoping to make this a big deal uh to make this a thing and um hopefully keep it going year to year um and make it um a good charitable idp community thing so that's the announcement we have the invites are live uh now we're not that just because you signed up we do have limited space available, uh, but you can get your invite. Uh, go to IDP Guys, um, at IDP Guys Twitter handle. The Google form is there for you to fill out uh, a couple questions and a link to the donation page if you want to make a donation. Uh, if you want to make a donation later, maybe you, when you get your invite, you can do that. We'll definitely be attaching the uh, invites and donation pages there. Um, and 
yeah, like I've said before, you know, most of you know, my son has autism, so it is a charity that um, I chose uh, being one of the two people working on this project. Um, so uh, thanks to Nate for th putting together a logo and getting everything together very quickly. Um, he's got a thousand other things to do, but kind of jumped this uh, quickly so we could get it filled up and get it going. Uh, should be fun. A lot of the IDP guys' staff is going, and Dynasty Football Digest staff is going to be uh, in it. So hopefully we'll we'll be like um, the other tournament that's going on shortly. Uh, and that brings us to our next topic here. Um, the, we have some some you know a couple years ago we were or last year we were uh, subjected to a. Uh, I guess a uh, Andre the Giant like uh, spandex video. <laughs> big uh, show, big show, the big show. Okay, uh, steal one of the greatest names ever. Yes, I, I mean it's <laughs> probably the most brilliant wrestling name ever. Yes. So now it's become a. Uh, it's, it's become a, a running trend that the SFB winner uh, has to throw out a video now, throwing down the gauntlet to the rest of the competitors. Um, and, and we got one from the champ's wife calling you out in particular. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, all right. I Listen, Gary's a great guy. Um, he was in my division. Up. I got to, I got to chat with him all all oh, that's through great. the draft and all. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's great. Uh, screw you, Dan. You got to stick with me. You got to choose sides. Um, uh, but yeah, he, he he posted a video, and I was just like, Gary, come on. I mean, I set the bar. You need to go over the bar to try and like just make this as cr crazy out of this world as possible. It didn't even have to be like a wrestling thing. He needs to go like streaking in the quad or something. Yeah. Like, there you go. But he, he just did this one with his Packers jersey on and I was like, come on. Boo! <laughs> yeah, that would get that would get like one view on TikTok. Uh, well, gotta love TikTok. That, uh... <laughs> I, I, don't, I, I do not TikTok, but uh, I just... I'm aware of TikTok because them, them peepers are. Ooh, there's some weirdos out there. There are, <laughs> but yeah. So, so I and I had plan. I had this planned for. I probably since the end of last season. I was like, well, okay, what am I gonna do now to like go full heel and whatever? And I was like, you know what I could, what I should do is just like get an iconic, like iconic. Um, costume uh, of any a wrestler that literally anybody will know and uh randy macho man savage just came into my head because he's just the Ooh, most yeah. like out Dig there <laughs> uh he's the most like out there guy in terms of his promos and and it was fantastic so uh did that um and the, so that i'll say this the costume actually can't comes with a shirt and pants i was like get out of here i gotta step it up from last year <laughs> So I had to buy like the the speedo <laughs> to, to uh, make it better and and not wear the shirt or the pants. Um, so anyway, put that out. Uh, I also was wearing some of my uh, girlfriend's hair extensions too. Uh, that's for you guys. Um, and I and I stuck a sock. I, I stuffed a sock down there 
and tried to leave it hanging out and people were confused by it because it was like a dark, dark socks. And I was like, I should have just done like white tube socks anyway. <laughs> so yeah, I, I don't know. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, uh, after I posted uh-huh. that and it got around for a little bit, she tweet at me, um, and like a video of like warning me off about coming out of her husband. Cause I'm going to have to come through her. And I was like, what Gary, what are you doing? Is your wife fighting your battles for you? Are you back there, Gary? <laughs> so that's pretty fun. I, I I think it's hilarious that she just <laughs> decided to get into the fray. I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that is. I was uh, actually sitting at work today, and I was just kind of scrolling through my phone, and I was like, "What is this?" And I, was, I had to turn it on. And I was like, "Hey, Sam!" And I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be gold." <laughs> now, now you. I'm going to have to get real weird next year, and I don't know what I'm going to do. Oh. Gold dust. Oh, that's great. That, that would be that's so great at the time. But, like, not you put on, like, do... the, just do, like, a gold Speedo in my entire body. And yes. <laughs> you have to do that. Uh, That'd be great. Yes. I, might, I might do that just to go, like, out of this world, just, like, Oh yeah, no, I took like three hours to get ready for this. <laughs> yeah, that that's that would be fantastic. Yes, it would. Yes, I was. I, I but I was. I was one mistake last year from getting into the finals again. I didn't start oh, Brashad Perryman, where it, when he got three touchdowns. Yeah, and I was like, oh, you got to be kidding me. Ah, uh, yeah, I um. I made the playoffs two straight years, and I guess they're scared they didn't invite me this year. So. <laughs> oh, the first year I was horrible. I ain't gonna lie. First year it was. I ain't even gonna say how bad it was. Yeah, I won. And then last, I won, Daryl. Yeah, yeah. That year you won, and then last year I made a pretty good run. I think I made it to the third round. Yeah, I think you made it one round farther than me. So. Yeah, I think I made it to the third round and just ran out of gas. So. But anyway, um, so yeah, getting back to our tournament, we are going to do that. Uh, it, it won't interfere if you are in the Scottfish Bowl. It won't interfere with that. It'll be after that. It's all wrapped up. Um, just something else to look forward to in the summer, um, you know, because we, we might still be quarantining and, and social distancing and all that good stuff. So give you something to do. Give you something to look forward to. Um, but anyways, um, also, uh, like I said, the, the Autism Speaks Charity Eliminators still going on, still filling up. Uh, I did not check those in the last couple of days. I've been busy with real work and real life. Not that this is not uh, work, but um, but yeah, definitely um, check those out too. Those, uh, those do have a cost aspect to them, but most of the money goes to charity you have a chance to win some money uh it's eliminator style so it's fun you know you could get knocked out week one and it'd be all be over but you don't have to tend to your roster at all uh you just kind of draft and done but two separate things that we're running again trying to be charitable trying to be good um i i really enjoy this community like sometimes we get petty and get in on each other's nerves but we all come together for good things i mean yeah what what scott fish has done in terms of 
fantasy cares and then that influence spreading out to so many different things uh, you, you guys doing yeah. autism speaks there's been i've been in multiple charity leagues over the past couple of years it's just it's it's heartwarming to know that they're while we all have our different views on life and whatever and politics and right. it, at the end of the day we all come together for a good cause and, and that's why i really do enjoy this community yeah yeah i always say no new leagues but if it's something for charity especially for kids i'll i'll sign up every time all righty so getting on to some other <coughs> questions that we have first of all we have the obligatory since i have my buttons i did i had to go to google chrome on my iPad, because for some reason it wasn't working on the other thing. Uh, here's the obligatory soundbite that we have to play. We are contracted. Um, it, it is in our IDP Nation bylaws that this must be played. No, it's not. I, you know see, what? I don't see. even... No, Daryl, shush. You shut up. <laughs> that video... That video will be an all-time comedy great it is that, that is a That's cry it. laugh video every, every time, time i, I see it, it i'm just like i played it for my son because my son started playing Fortnite a lot and him and his friends yell at each other all day long you know stop doing it you know, whatever <laughs> and i played that for him and he he laughed a little bit about it but i'm like don't you see how great this is they have this plan they're formulating they're like all right we're gonna do this and he's just like Let's go, <laughs> Leroy Jenkins, and he got his whole crew killed. It's great. I just can't. I, I, every time I see it online, so I have to stop and watch it. I I I will always laugh at like loud noises if they're like the context <laughs> of those noises are hilarious, like that. Well, that's great. Let's go, Leroy Jenkins. And, and, it, and it fits so well with IDP because you know you have Malcolm that's Jenkins, it. you have Rayshon Jenkins, you have Chris Jenkins. If you want to go old school, like there's plenty of Janoris, Jenkinses to, to yeah, go. Janoris with. Jenkins. Janoris Jenkins. I didn't even think of that one. See, you're just helping me out. We got even more guys we can talk about on the show. Oh, Keep God, up the memes. Exactly. Memes are memes can be great and they can be the drain of society as well. Oh, absolutely. But, <laughs> but yeah. Um, but but real quick, we did have a question from a, a certain somebody that you know pretty well. Um, uh, let's see if we can find this question here. Um, uh, let's see. It was uh, from at James the Brain underscore James the Brain. Uh, ask him why <laughs> referring to Sam uh, ask him why he and John ruined our super flex show eliminator team so <laughs> I, need, I need to be more stern with these guys because last year we were drafting we had started like kind of a, a vampire um, tournament type of thing with like three or four other podcasts and we were drafting our team or we were drafting and, and the vampire doesn't draft gets one draft pick and i think it's at the end of the f i can't remember the second or third I, I can't remember where exactly it's at but it's super flex it's super flex super show obviously yeah. so um and i was yelling and this was like after i was like lamar jackson's a top five quarterback this year 
it's going to happen. You, and you know what? Um, me, uh, we're doing an invitational league, um, a charity league, ironically. Um, and the Madman, Dynasty Madman, and I co-own a team. And we had the third pick, and we took Lamar Jackson because we said Superflex. Superflex, got to go. Lamar. So did Mahomes go one overall, or Mahomes, was it CMC and Saquon? Mahomes went one. Uh, McCaffrey went two. Okay, I like and then that. We had the third yeah. pick, so we said we're gonna. And it's a, it's a yeah. fifteen team division, so I was like, fifteen teams, super flex. Like you got to get a couple wow. quarterbacks. Yeah, you. If it's in, yeah, fifteen teams, definitely you need to get. I would go quarterback, quarterback right away just to get them. Um. Anyway, uh. So, <coughs> I was like, guys, you got to get because the I think the picks were like, Mitchell Trubisky, Cam Newton. Lamar Jackson and I was like you guys you know where I'm at with this like Trubisky doesn't have the ceiling of like none of nobody available has a ceiling of Lamar Jackson but I didn't and they were like well but what about longevity and by the way John Hogue longevity in term <laughs> with running quarterbacks actually <laughs> there's no data to prove that they don't last as long Russell Wilson's been around pretty well pretty I mean, Cam Newton has been running his ass. I mean, he's not signed, which I don't know what that's about. Patriots, what are you doing? Um, <laughs> I, I've uh, said before, I don't think the hoodie and Cam would, would. Well, I don't think so either, but. They, they would be. Like, why would you want to go through a rebuild if you're, if you're Belichick? Anyway, anyway, point is we went with Trubisky because Trubisky had. The, has a little bit of a rushing floor and he had a good season the previous season even if he kind of sucked while he was on the field um and i i mean we know what happened with lamar jackson last year and i was like i mean guys i know what i'm talking about like until i did the research i did the research <laughs> uh, i was so irritated but luckily like with those like last year QBs were just like half the league's QBs were injured. Yeah. And so we got pretty lucky and won a couple, so we got to pick up a couple people. But anyway, so that's that's the history here. Um I don't agree with either of these guys when it comes to drafting. John in the Superflex league <laughs> is QB heavy, yeah. QB often, QB I mean get 5 to 8 QBs. That's that's John's strategy. Yeah. Um I James James is kind of fluid, but he he goes QBs pretty early too. Um, but this year the scoring, especially when it comes to uh, Scott Fishbowl, and I believe with these eliminators, is you get we get point five points per completion, um, and then like interceptions are are um, like increasing in value the more you have. Uh, to, uh, pick sixes are, I, I believe, like an extra like four points or something. I can't remember exactly what it is, but basically you get bonuses. Like with three or more touchdowns, you get like negative, like large negative bonuses with not bonuses, whatever you call it, <laughs> um, <laughs> with like three or more interceptions. So you want the guy that's going to complete the ball and isn't going to throw interceptions. But it makes QBs that much more valuable in the scoring. And it sounds like that blows up QB scoring so much. Like, do you get points per carry too? For running backs? Um, no, no I, not at run, not at uh, not at QB. Okay. Um, 
at running back, I don't think so. I think it's just the 0.5 yards per completion, and it's like tiered PPR. So I think our running backs get half a point, wide receivers get one point, and tight ends get one and a half. Okay. Um, but so basically, what you want is an accurate QB, a guy that's going to get a lot of attempts, and and um, somebody that doesn't throw interceptions. And there's like I would I would take Mahomes. Well, I mean, so I think Mahomes is 101 in that situation in this scoring. Lamar Jackson's too, but then you have like Dak, um, Russ, Deshaun Watt. I mean, you have a lot of good QBs. Some take a hit and some are better. And that, I mean, I don't even, I can't, I don't remember who was available. Actually, I, I kind of want to look at the drafts draft now because <laughs> it's going to get crazy um, at who was available at QB. Um so Kyler Murray's second, Matt Ryan, Russ, <clears throat> Dak. So we could have had, sorry, Carson Wentz, Drew Brees, Matt Stafford, <laughs> Kurt, Kurt Cousins, like above uh, Aaron Rodgers. But if anybody knows John Hoke, he loves Aaron Rodgers, and he will not let it go. He won't let it go. <laughs> Even though he has been declining in each <laughs> three seasons, he will not let it go. And I didn't get – for some reason, MFL, and I'm sorry, this this turned into a long-winded story, but uh, MFL sometimes <laughs> default, or you, you must, as a commissioner, have to default your contact so that it'll update you. Well, I didn't know that we weren't updated in terms of contact info that we were getting, like, alerts for draft status and stuff. And so by the time that he created a chat, I was already asleep. So I, was in a, I didn't give any input, and he – he and apparently now that I now I know this, he and James <laughs> both on Devontae Adams and but he needed to or uh James needed to compromise with John to get Adams, so they went with Rogers because of the stack. And I woke up and I was like, Oh my god. Like you knew the, what the reaction was gonna be. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> and so from there it just went downhill like we should have gone qb qb because we got dwayne haskins as our qb2 oh. it's, it's <laughs> Here, I'll, read you, I'll read you the team so it's oh man Rogers, dwayne haskins and justin herbert <laughs> this is where he like i'm very just irritated <laughs> Breathe, Stompy, breathe. And then we went David, David Montgomery, Marlon Mack, and for some reason, Marlon Mack. Like, I should have just I, – I need to fight these guys more because this is an atrocious team. And then we have Damian Williams too, which is fine. I mean, Damian Williams is an RB4 is fine. but it. And then we have Devontae Adams. It's bad. Like, we have three not good fantasy QBs. We have three, two mediocre uh, running backs, and then one guy who is basically just a handcuff, and then we have Devontae Adams. So it's just like we're gonna we're gonna lose within the first three weeks. Bet. <laughs> so thanks, guys. Thank James and thank John for the really sound decision you made without me. Um, oh man, that's, that's great. Funny. Yeah, uh, co-owning is interesting. Fortunately, uh, Madman and I are pretty good co-owners. Uh, we, we've co-owned two. We he asked me to co-own two teams with him last year, 
and and he kind of leaves the defense to me and, and i kind of mostly leave the offense to him i mean we talk back and forth about you know certain you know you know if there's a decision to be made we kind of make it as a team and we're we're pretty um similar strategy thinking wise we don't really differ too much when it comes to you know normally when a spot comes up we, we're kind of on the same page about where to go so i think me and you can own, uh, co-own a couple teams don't we i know we did one uh we we did one before i think yeah, we, we, did, got we, one did, or two. I can't we didn't do too bad I mean, I had to talk you out of taking a corner in, like, third round. but Oh, Jesus Christ. That's because you're a hater. Good God. Yeah, cloning, but cloning, it's not my thing, man. I can't do it. Yeah. Because I, I think everybody's an idiot with the decisions they make. Like, literally everybody. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? That is an atrocious pick. Probably fine value pick. No, that's a terrible problem. Get out of here. I don't, don't talk to me. Yeah. That's great. I mean, I, I've, I think I've tried to co-own. I tried to co-own with one of my friends, and uh, in, in a league, you have and, friends. Ha, ha. Anyway, <laughs> in, in one of our original <laughs> leagues, and uh, I do so much more research than he does that it was kind of like he'd bring somebody up, and I'd be like, "Yeah, I talked about him like a month ago to you," and you were like, "Who's that?" So, so, but it worked out. I mean, we we did pretty well. We ended up splitting the team. Uh, it was back when the um, the Seahawks and Patriots played each other in the Super Bowl. We we made the decision like a week before the Super Bowl that I was gonna that one we were gonna split apart because we needed another owner to take over another team. So we actually bet on that game. We said whoever wins the game can decide to keep the team or to take the other team that's available. So obviously we know how that went for me, and uh, so. But I've since uh, I've since won two out of three of the last championships in that league. So I, I feel like the decision was pretty pretty good. So because uh, it allowed me to take over a pretty decent team, and uh, I lucked out. I mean, I got David Johnson and Alvin Kamara like late first back to back years. So it was. Or, was it back to back year? I, I, the years all kind of blend together for me. But yeah, I got those guys late in the first, like, you know, two years in a row, two out of three years, whatever it was. Right. So, co-owning is not for everybody, uh, but it it is a good way if you are maybe hesitant about IDP, um, to you know get a co-owner that maybe really does no defense and then kind of baby step your way to owning your own team since we're all about building the brand uh, of IDP around here. Um, so let's stop talking about quarterbacks because that's not what we're here to do. We got a couple other questions. Uh, we'll, we'll go to Facebook for some questions here. Uh, Alex Marino uh, said, uh, he, he plugged his YouTube show, by the way, which will we'll help you out here. Uh, Defense Wins Championships YouTube uh, show. So uh, you can go check that out. I'll check it out in the next coming days here. Um, asked about Blake Martinez to the Giants. Do you think it will help or improve his play moving forward? Um, I, I'm in the camp where I, I don't see how he can go any higher necessarily than he already is. He's already a top five linebacker. 
Yeah, I yeah, mean, there's he's not top three in most far. cases. I mean, there's not. I mean, yeah, I was estimated, but he's he, there's not too far to go up. So I think yeah. he still hangs around there because he's still basically playing. I don't know why people hate on him. I don't get it. They've hated on him since. Oh, Aaron Rodgers is going to be back. That's going to hurt his fantasy value. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> how did that work out for you? He was just like the top three linebacker in the league. I mean, it's it's he's going to the Giants. They're just they're even worse than what Green Bay is. It, yeah. It's not going to change for him. He's going to be a top three linebacker every year. I don't care what you say. Um, <laughs> now I'm afraid to talk, Daryl. <laughs> um, I, I guess my only concern is playing. I I, I just don't like linebackers and three fours three four defenses unless that's like and the thing with blake martinez is he hasn't really played next to anybody consistently his entire career has he um uh so i just i have a concern that going to play alongside david mayo may affect his numbers overall I, I guess because now you have a guy who's going to be playing consistently. Um, you have, uh, I mean, at least one great uh, safety there. Um, we'll see what uh, Julian Love can do. But um, so I just, I like, I, I agree. I would, I wouldn't overthink it, but if he disappoints a bit, I wouldn't be surprised. You want to yell at me, Daryl? Yell at me, Daryl. We'll fight. <laughs> Daryl doesn't have his microphone on, so it helps if he turns. Yes, it I on. did. <laughs> you're you're poking the bear there, Stumpy. Poking I the bear. Listen, I, I know, I know you like. I've known that you've been a Blake Martinez guy for a long time i think weren't you the one that was like get yeah. out of here that dude is going to continue to put up numbers like yes year after year oh the year that aaron Rodgers got hurt and then he come back that's all i heard well, oh that's aaron right Rogers from 18 to 19 back. right yeah he's gonna um, come back that's gonna hurt his thing and i'm like no they're i i wasn't worried crap. about that uh, but and just because he doesn't play by any i mean he hasn't played with anyone consistently in the middle there um, for his entire career, basically. So getting going next to David Mayo, maybe some tackles are taken. But again, not going – like if he drops from top three to top five, I don't think you're going to be really angry with yeah, him. Yeah, it's, it's not going to hurt him enough that you're going to have to be like, oh, my God, what happened? I mean, they play in the NFC East. The Giants are still pretty bad. <laughs> He's going to get plenty of chances to yeah. just rack them up. So. Yeah, I think – Blake will be fine. Uh, like you said, don't overthink it. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't. Uh, another question we got here. Uh, going back to the Jets. It's going to be a Jets heavy episode, I guess. Um, with Adams possibly leaving, where does that leave the linebackers? Where does that leave yeah. Williamson, Cashman? I, I mean, I, I I almost think Williamson's... Really. <laughs> Williamson's... Um, I didn't really look at contracts here, but I think Williamson's a cut candidate, to be honest. 
Yeah, I think so too. He's a good player, but I Mosley's their guy. He has come out and said he is healthy. Um, Adam Gase and, and that front office just. They're beautiful, ain't they? Ugh. <laughs> well, the, the thing was, like, they, they hired or they, no, they signed Le'Veon Bell before they had a, before they hired Gase. And then once Gase came in, the GM was fired, and it's just like, oh my god! And then you, they bring in Mosley, which uh, I get it because CJ Mosley is a great linebacker, but Avery Williamson is a good linebacker in his own right, and just put up huge numbers for you the previous season. I just yeah. don't know what they're doing. Like it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't. Nothing they do makes sense. So. It looks like they can save six and a half million if they cut uh, Avery Williamson. Yeah, Matt, I think they cut him. They've got uh, Cashman. They've got uh, what's the other guy? Hewitt. Yeah. So I mean, I think I think you're right. I think with his cap number, I think he's a he's a candidate to be cut. He'll probably land somewhere else, I'm sure. But but what a disaster that team is. Oh, I know. No wonder he and wants he, out. <laughs> Yeah, and if you lose Adams, it's going to get worse. Oh, yes. Tanking for uh, – oh, no, it's losing for Lawrence, right? Losing for Lawrence. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that might be what Belichick's theory is, but we've talked about that too many times on this show, so we'll just leave it at that. We have? I don't remember. We, we had an entire episode that was about a half hour on the Patriots. Um, <laughs> that was like last week, I think. Um, uh, we we also had that um, question about – Ashton Davis, um, Ashton Davis may fall into a starting position here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, and Marcus May has not been the healthiest guy in the world. Exactly. So even if Adams stays put, which I don't know. I, I mean, th- then again, you have Yannick Ngakwe is still a Jaguar. You have Leonard Fournette still a Jaguar. You have these guys that said they want to be traded, but, you know, nothing's yeah. happened. I mean, you have examples. Last year, Clowney says he wants to be traded and they get the job done. But, you know, it's it's not crunch time yet. So, uh, moving on from the Jets, uh, this is a general startup question here. In a startup league with IDP, when do you start thinking you should start drafting IDP players? That's something we talk about decently, but Daryl... When, when do you, you know, say a regular 12 team, um, we, we didn't really, um, yeah, in a startup, I'm, I, I kind of start looking around round five. Now it mm-hmm. doesn't mean that I'm taking guys at round five, but I want to be aware of what's going on and what's happening in the draft, you know? And if if there's a big run somewhere else, and because you can gain a lot of points with IDP, people don't realize that. But because a lot of people that play IDP, they don't get the points where they can. They leave them out there. So if somebody's going to leave them out there, I'll take them. So you know, around round five, I'll start looking. And if it's if I think that's where I need to go, then I'm I'm going to pull the trigger on Denarius. Uh, uh, Darius Leonard and my brain just completely froze right there. Darius Leonard or or whoever I'm looking at. But, yeah, round five. And then 
I would say six through eight's a good bet, but I start looking at round five. Um, yeah, I, I guess there's a general rule of thumb that says when you have a starting lineup, uh, offensive lineup, I don't prescribe to that necessarily because I don't Q, QB, I'm not taking early. No matter how much I like Mahomes or Jackson, I'm just not taking QB that early. And um, <clears throat> tight end, I'm, I mean, unless it's like super premium where tight end can actually be a very relevant or you can get an advantage there, I wouldn't be taking tight end until later either. So I'm right. with Daryl. Like, generally, it's either two – Two running back, two wide receiver flex, two running backs, three wide receivers flex, or three running backs. Well, it, generally you don't do three running backs unless like you're in doing dynasty. But um, so if I have, pro, I, I would probably go a little bit later than Daryl, like sixth round. If I have three running backs and three or four running backs and two or three wide receivers, I, I really like and I know I can build around. That's where I'll start looking at IDP. I I tend to go for the def, the the edge players first. Um, have we have we stopped that train, or we keep going with that train with edge and? Oh, I'm tier? fully I'm fully on the defensive end train because there's so many linebackers you can grab. Yeah, and, and normally safeties. I mean, it seems like to me a lot of the the leagues i'm playing in safety point totals unless they're like pumped up they seem to fall a little shy of the linebackers and and defensive ends once you get past uh, and we've talked about this before once you get past the top five it's like a wasteland like you know it's hit or miss every week i mean you got you got your studs that pretty much perform every week and even they have duds you know once or twice a season so, uh, I mean, I'm still heavily on board the defensive end train, and, I, and I'm looking at a defensive end probably round. I'm I'm with you around six. I think I like to have a solid core. If it's super flex, it might even be around later because I need two quarterbacks in that top. Yeah, and section. I think defensive end is one of the hardest. If you're not getting a Danielle Hunter or Miles Garrett or somebody like that, it's it's almost kind of like tight end in a way. If you're not getting Kittle or Kelsey or Ertz, then pass and wait. It's kind of the same way with defensive end. If you're not getting one of those top guys, it you know don't don't stress it. Don't push the envelope and say, "Hey, oh, I gotta have one." I mean, keep it in your mind that hey, the top guys are gone, and you want one of these other guys, but you don't have to rush and get one just to over over pick. I see it all the time. Defensive ends will go you know, Hunter and Garrett or whoever, the top three or four go off the board, and then there's like a run of 18 right behind him. I'm like, why? Why are you doing this? Yeah, I mean, and and you have to pay attention to age a little bit here. I mean, Calais Campbell's still in the top um, group of defensive ends, I guess, in in redraft at the very least. Um, Cameron Jordan's up there, Justin Houston, Frank. I mean, Frank Clark's pretty young, but I mean, you're getting some guys that, yeah, they could put up a season or two. And that's probably what, I mean, that's probably why it's a good idea to get like, like Daryl said, I mean, um, Miles Garrett, Daniil Hunter, maybe Frank Clark, the Bosa's 
in the bosas sorry yeah Yeah. and the two bosas and then after that it's like there's there's good like production for one or two years there but i would want to get like um and i just forgot his name sam um (laughs) cincinnati Bengals. sam hubbard uh, hubbard somebody like sam hubbard who may not be on the field constantly but he's giving you nine sacks and he's and he's still young right yeah, Sam Hubbard's another one that's kind of a polar polarizing player. That, that, yeah, yes. That we, we, I mean, he had a really good start to the season. I mean, he even he came he came on down the stretch, but he was missing for a good chunk of the season. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's the defensive end for you, though. You know, you got guys that are you know around. You got guys that disappear for days at a time. Um, you you got to get what you can get. And don't get upset, I guess, is the old kindergarten adage. Um, one more question here uh, about a rookie draft, which is more what we're doing right now, mostly. Some of us are doing startups. I mean, startup startup season is, is kind of starts in January and ends in, uh, yeah, I guess, the last day before the season starts. Um, yeah, Superflex PPR tight end premium startup. Um, he said a startup, but this is a rookie. Rookie draft of 12 teams. Yeah, he said startup, but it's also said rookie draft. Um, I'm guessing it's the rookie draft. So at 109 and 204 are the positions. I guess it's a startup rookie draft, meaning that they held the rookie draft after the veteran draft, which is what we're doing in our listener league. Probably. Uh, so that's, right. that's what I gather out of this. Um, so we have 109 and 204 uh, talking about considering going running back and linebacker um, starters at running back and linebacker he has Fournette and Aaron Jones and at linebacker has Deion Jones, Quan Alexander and Todd Davis um, so running back you could I mean I've gotten Cam Akers at 110 so I mean, there's a chance to get a running back there. Superflex, especially, you got to figure Tua, Burrow, and um, Herbert probably go somewhere in the top. You know, yep. Because AJ it's, it's Superflex. AJ Dillon's going to be in the second and second round. In, you could maybe get him at two or four if you wanted him. I I wouldn't be banking on AJ Dillon. Uh, AJ yeah. Dillon is a poor man's Derrick Henry in my head but you're, you're um, talking to daryl here so well no 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 i, I that, that was a compliment that was okay. a compliment <laughs> Derek Henry. he is he's a big back who is hard to tackle i mean that's what he is like, don't you think he's going to vulture a lot of short yardage touchdowns though i don't know i don't uh, I mean, I, I would – I'm avoiding that backfield as much as I can. Here's the one thing I've heard about him is that everyone seems to be in the belief or scared that Aaron Jones is not going to be a Packer after this year. Therefore, I don't, I don't think either he or Jamal Williams will. So in that instance, if it's a dynasty league, I think you got to jump all over AJ Dillon. I I agree. I I, I would not do it at one ten unless. No, I still wouldn't do it at one (laughs) ten. 
I, he's just not <laughs> – you can get him in the mid in the second pretty easily in Superflex. So. How many teams was this, Dan? 12 teams. 12 teams? Yeah. So if you're at 109, ugh. And it's IDP, which I'm guessing the scoring for IDP is makes it pretty even. Uh, two and a two point one five for a solo and one point one five for an assist. So. so it's a balanced scoring league. Sounds it's pretty like. balanced. Yeah, it yeah. seems like um, tackle heavy scoring. Because see, I agree. I think you can get AJ probably at the two hundred four or whatever it was. Yeah, but if that- you're targeting Queen. Simmons or Murray. It's super I don't know that you can get them past two oh four. I let all right, so <laughs> no offense to some of the listeners, but I think you're giving them a lot of credit when it comes to not picking uh <laughs> offensive players <laughs> and picking defensive players. See, It'll I, be... I'm not I'm not looking at all at defense at either one of these picks if I'm them. I am looking at one oh nine. You can possibly either get and I know he's saying he's weak at running back, but you're you're looking at um, possibly Acres, possibly Judy, possibly Lamb. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'd take any one of those three. I don't care position wise, weakness. Right. right I'm, just, I'm just thinking I, of. I don't touch rookie wide receivers, so. Yeah, I, and I'm just thinking of my rookie database where where some of these IDPs are going. So who's going at an average of one hundred nine? Um. <sighs> The, the pick there would be Chase Young. I mean, that's – he's the earliest IDP off the board. Queen, I'm taking, Simmons. I'm not taking them. Queen, Simmons, and Murray are going – Queen and Simmons are going 16, 17th pick overall, and you've got Murray going 22-ish, and those are the top three off the board. You know, I – See, I would take A.J. Dillon at 2-4 and then try to get a, line, a linebacker later. I don't know who you would take necessarily at 1-9. Um, you know, I, I would take Dillon at 2-4 and then try to get a player like uh, Logan Wilson or Malik Harrison or somebody like that a little bit later where the value's better. Yeah, I wouldn't take a linebacker at either one of these spots. Maybe yeah. 204, depending, but, like, I, I'm just – I'm going with at 109. I'm going with whatever receiver or running back falls to me. I mean, if you need running back, then you go with. with I mean, if, if whoever yeah, falls. A, I mean, man, if you desperately needed a running back, oof. see, I don't even know then. I, I mean, he said those are his starters. What depth was he it, has? Yeah, I would. I mean, it depends on what his depth is. Yeah, I mean, Fournette. Who was his Jones, starters again? Fournette and Aaron Jones. I mean, I think you're solid for this year. So if he's looking at AJ Dillon, he's looking to capitalize on trying to get the backup. Well, you to mentioned AJ Dillon. He you you brought up AJ Dillon. He didn't say anything about AJ Dillon. Uh, you could get, you know. See, I don't know if you can get Cam Akers at one nine though. I've gotten him at one ten. So in a super flex league. So I mean, it, it's yeah. wow. it's possible. Wow. Well, you're I, in that league, remember? Which league was it? Because I don't uh, remember it was, that. Uh, was it um, Seek and Destroy? Uh, we talked about it on this very show. Yeah, we did. Because uh, uh, Slipes needed a quarterback so bad that he took Herbert instead of Akers, and he was torn. Yeah, but is, don't you think that's kind of the 
That was like actually know. 11. That wasn't even at 10. That was at 10, 11 I got him. So, I mean, it's super flex. Like I said, you got the three quarterbacks are going to go. Taylor, right. CEH. Uh, you got, that's five. They got Swift, Dobbins. That's seven. Okay. CD Lamb and Jerry Judy are eight and nine. And I didn't even mention yep. Akers yet, did I? Nope. No. So, I mean, it, but it's... But it, it kind of depends on your team, too, though. I mean, you... Right. So if he's going to win now, I don't know if you necessarily want Akers. So if anything, I would be trading out of that pick to get an actual person that I would be, I would trust this year. Um, and then I, I mean, his, his starting linebackers are fine too. I mean, we'll see what yeah. happens with Todd Davis, but. Yeah, Quan Alexander. I mean, it, that's an iffy one. I, I'm not high on him. I mean, he still, yeah, still should be serviceable. Greenlaw's going to take that job from him, I think. Yeah, I, I think Greenlaw's the, the future there, but that might be. Yeah, might be him and year. Warner. That's going to be ugly. <laughs> yeah, um, I know Dan they're... hates to hear that, but that's going to be an ugly duo. No, they they're good. I mean, no, I'm not. Yeah, trust me. I I my fandom. Uh, does not does I, I don't I don't look at this through action green colored lenses here. I, I look at it objectively because um, in fantasy football, if you think if you if you use your fandom to either if anything, I, I stay away from Seahawks too much because I don't want to be attracted by the hype. See, I'm kind of the same way with the Titans, but the thing that sucks is I have. I'm in a bunch of leagues where owners know I'm a huge Titans fan. Yeah. And man, they use that to the nth degree against me. I mean, they just like, they're like, you know, you want Henry, you know, you want AJ Brown. And they think because I'm a Titans fan that I'm just going to overpay ridiculously. And I'm like, yeah, that doesn't really, dude, he's good. I love Henry. I love AJ Brown, but (laughs) I'm not going to freaking. They did Over add. They edited to the to the comment. They actually said it may be QB. I don't know. You're getting a QB in Superflex at 109. Probably not. No. You might get Herbert if he slides, but you're, you're definitely not. You, you need to be in the top three, probably get Burrow or Tua. Maybe top four. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you get a, a quarterback there either. I th- I th- you're right. I don't. You're... I mean, I've I've gotten Herbert late first. And when I've seen Tua leagues, slide see a little every... bit. I mean. I guess I it depends if you. But. I, I don't know why either, but I have actually seen him slide in a few leagues to like that nine to twelve range, and I'm like, <laughs> I got him at twelve in one league, one twelve, and I'm like, if you're gonna leave, you're you're talking Tua. Yes, I got Tua at one twelve, and I'm like, are you shitting me? I, I just kept watching because like one eight, one seven, I was like, I just want to make sure, and I know these are stupid questions, but I just. <laughs> I'm, I need to make sure my mind isn't like exploding. This is a super flex league. Yes. And Tua dropped to one twelve. Yes, and I don't know if it had to do with the injury. I don't know what it was, and I kept sitting here like because I picked at one twelve, and like at one seven one six. Oh hell yeah! Okay. One six one seven. I was like, hmm, Tua's not going, and I was like, I'd, I'd have to look up the draft to see who went ahead of him, but I was like. The next one was like a running back receiver, and it just kept going. AJ Dillon went ahead of him. I'll, I'll put it this way: he yeah. went at one ten, and I was at one ten when AJ Dillon went. I was like, 
this might happen. I was like, this is just too good to be true. Uh, he's going to go at 111, and I forget who they took. It was one of the Alabama receivers, Judy or – I forget who it was. And he fell to me at 112, and I swear to God, I almost broke my computer hitting the – I can make an argument that he should be the 101 in Superflex. Yeah. And he oh, dropped yeah. to the end before, of the first. Before he tore up his hip, he pretty much was. No, I mean, he absolutely was. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. If he is recovered and the Dolphins feel good enough to take him, uh, what, third? Fifth. Fourth. Yeah, fifth fifth fourth, overall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to trust them and their pretty thorough um, physicals and what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> and this was a 14-team league, and I was like, I was like, this ain't happening. So to try to get back to try to get back to answer the question at hand. 109, go with best available. If it's a receiver, it's a receiver, dude. Like take the best. Yeah, I agree. You you got to there. I I do not like the end of the first right now in terms of this draft because once you get beyond the top five running backs, top two wide receivers, it gets a little iffy. With the three quarterbacks probably going, I mean, if if one of the quarterbacks slips, then you take that at one hundred nine. If you're yeah. not happy with the running back, <laughs> oh, backs. absolutely. Uh, the two hundred four is the more interesting here because uh, I know I have a few favorites, but it depends on who's goes off the board. So who do you like in the two hundred four range? At running back. Well, at, you... at, at I mean he he. Quarterback is not going to be around two or four. So running back, linebacker. Well, you could get Jacob Eason. Oh. No. <laughs> if you're drafting <laughs> Jordan Love or Jacob Eason, you're not playing for this year. I mean, uh, you're not playing. Yeah. I think at two or four running back, you you kind of got to target Dylan and Moss, right? Moss probably would be there. I it's too Dylan early for Dylan, I think. It's too early for Dylan, I think. What, so do, what else does he have in the second? Does he have anything later? Well, I think it's a startup, so it's bouncing back. So he would have the three. Ninth in the first. Three so so what I would recommend is you s- trade 109 and 204 to move up to, like, 106 and get a running back. one of the top three, tw- top four running backs or one of the top two quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, yeah I think that makes sense. I think that's your best option now because, like I said, you're kind of in a weird spot at 109. Yeah. And then 204 gets a little bit wonky too. Like, I don't – I would probably take A.J. Dillon there, but if you think it's too early – so I would honestly try and trade to move up to get – Here's a question. How how successful have you been at trying to trade up? Because it seems to me like the people in the top, like, seven – have no interest in moving because I think they're fine with whatever they get and whatever those seven picks are. Yeah. I mean, that's probably, I would say that's probably the case with how much hype this class has, um, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Um, I'm not even considering a defensive player at one Oh nine. I know Daryl said chase young. Well, Um, I'm just thinking at, at where the draft is, he's going Roughly. But I mean, what? So what if what if Queen is there and you can replace Todd Davis with Queen, or or you could replace uh, Quan Alexander with Queen at one hundred nine? Yeah, and you have like, uh, you could probably do it at two hundred four. Um, but but then you have like you have those starters that you can trust for years. 
assuming Queen pans out like we think he will. Um, I'd almost rather go cheaper and take Harrison with my uh, 404. Yeah, that's me. I, I don't, at 109, really, the only one I'm taking is Chase Young. If he's there at 109, I really consider it. Other than that, I'm waiting until the second round to get the, defense. So the reason I bring it up is because rookie wide receivers, I just, I hate, hate rookie wide receivers. Don't ever, ever draft rookie wide receivers and redraft, but well, I would avoid them in rookie drafts for dynasty too, because more often than not, their value drops because they didn't do right. anything in their first year because people get impatient, which is wild. Um, right. And so, and then there are questions around Cam Akers um, with his, and I know, and, and it, it, he's very divisive, I think, where he lands behind a bad offensive line with Darrell Henderson well, and, and you, Malcolm you could Brown say he, there. he probably played behind a hard. No, no, yeah, no, and I agree. I'm, but, I mean, point is, he wasn't overly efficient in college. Again, bad, Bob played with a bad offensive line his entire career at FSU. Yeah, um, but I, I would still say there are a couple question marks to around him. I think I think he will be good, but I just don't know what he is in his in year one. Um, and I don't like Moss. I, I mean, Moss reminds me of David Montgomery and Rashad Penny in that like they were great in college, but they also had great offensive lines and played against tr- bad defenses. Um, so I don't like Moss and then AJ Dillon, like he's not going to be much in year one either. So I think you could probably buy him later. So that's where it's like, do we get into the, the defense early there? And, and again, rookie, like there's great. I mean, T I like T Higgins. I like Brian Edwards. I like Michael Pittman, but you can't bank on them being a, a year one stud it just rarely happens right so, i think if you're, i think you're kind of right there i think you can bank on the linebackers queen simmons yeah. probably murray you can probably bank on one of those three or all three having a greater impact right away than rather than moss or dylan yeah. so i kind of get that if well, you need I, a linebacker, I could probably see you going and getting one of those linebackers. I think it's a little early, right, for them. But at one oh nine, well, but you could also get Chase. You could get Chase Young there, and then get a linebacker at two oh four. Like, here's my thing: is right. nothing's. I I only look two to three years into the future with Dynasty, and but I mean, even year to year, like your your roster turnover is pretty. I mean like probably 50% or so I would say year to year. Um, you keep like your studs around for a couple years, but in general, you, you, you kind of recycled the players um, or cycle them through your roster. So if like, that's like, like with, with the running backs, I, you could, you could sell, right. you could sell. I mean, and it depends. Like we, I don't have the full context of this team. So right, if I had the full right. context, I could tell you what he should actually be doing. If that's me, if that's me and I'm sitting there at 109, unless I'm just super and I have a couple teams where in leagues where I'm like that, where I am just, it's, it's bad at running back. I mean, I've got like two players maybe three at running back, and it's horrible, even those three are not the best. 
then I might switch and go to, you know, if, if, if everybody's going, I might look at Dylan. I might look at Moss. I know that's not good value. It's not what you should do. But I think sure. my team would kind of dictate that. But outside of that, at 1-9, if Chase Young is there at 1-9, I don't care if I'm stacked at defensive end. He is not <laughs> your ordinary defensive end. I mean, I think you got to take looking at – you got to take – the opportunity and look at him there. If not, then maybe a linebacker. Simmons, I'm seeing Simmons drop in the last couple of weeks. His value is beginning to drop. He's going later and later in drafts. Queen has crept up a little bit. Murray has crept up a little bit. Logan Wilson's creeping up. Um, Malik Harrison is creeping up, although you can get Wilson and Murray. See, that's where I'm at. You can get Murray and Wilson, who I think or not Murray, Wilson and Malik Harrison, you can get those two much later, probably 20 picks or so later than than Simmons, Queen, and Murray. You can get them 20 picks later. And I, I tell you right now, Logan Wilson's my favorite one in the draft. I think he's going to challenge for defense. So you don't think the there's a, a clear gap between the top three and then Wilson for at linebacker? <sighs> I think – Because I guess that's my issue. It's like – we, we we don't and now we're getting into meta type <laughs> things here but we don't really consider consistency all that much i mean we do it's kind of in the back of the, our minds but we we don't really consider that what if what if isaiah wilson or not will isaiah wilson why did i say isaiah wilson? logan wilson logan wilson jesus isaiah simmons <laughs> logan wilson. um even if logan wilson may have a higher ceiling like going with queen there where he's going to get you consistently top 10 linebacker numbers. I, so that's one of those things is like, do those earlier guys provide a safer floor and, and their ceilings are already pretty high anyway. I don't know. That early picks? I'm telling you, if you look at queen and Simmons, they're going, like I said, roughly 16, 17 ish overall. Okay. And you're getting Logan Wilson. I think he's going roughly 30, I'd have to look back, but I think 34, 35-ish. That's 17 picks later. And honestly, I don't know that Queen and Simmons is going to outdo him. He's in Cincinnati. That's a bad team. Yeah. In a division that likes to run the ball. I mean, let's face it, they want to run the ball. Mm-hmm. He is – I know they have Jermaine, Jermaine Pratt and whatever, but he's going to be the real deal in Cincinnati. So if it's okay. me and I've got other issues, I'm probably going to pass on Simmons. I'm probably going to pass on Queen because I know I can get Logan Wilson or even Malik Harrison, who's going to be the teammate to Queen in Baltimore. Even later, I'm you know I'm going to look elsewhere because I know I can get those yeah. two guys later. So I guess my first recommendation: look to try and trade up a couple spots, maybe to the sixth, maybe to the fifth. See if they'll right. do that. If not. I don't know. Yeah. I would probably yeah. go Chase Young at 109 just on how I would draft. Again, my yeah. my, my draft strategy is a lot different than a lot of people. I always go win now in startups, and right. I always go – I always avoid wide receivers in rookie drafts. So and, I have a different way of drafting than a lot of And people. that's not a bad idea of thinking because you just said it. Win now in drafting. Yeah. Well, if so, you're doing so, win now in drafting, Chase Young is the guy you want. 
He yeah. is your win now piece on defense. And and depending on who you have on defensive line or on at the end, you can move them for help exactly. at running back. And um, I'm almost willing to bet, even if you're stacked at defensive end, you can still draft Chase Young at one nine. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you're going to be able to trade somebody and get something that's going to help your team. So yeah, I mean at one nine, I. I'm like you. I think at one nine, if that's your choices, you you really got to look at Chase Young. You really do. So there you go. That was very convoluted conversation. (laughs) Try and trade up. If not, go Chase Young and then look at AJ Dillon at two hundred four. That's that's my opinion. And then get get Wilson um, later in like the third. Yeah. I don't know. Sorry for that. Was very long winded. Sometimes I get philosophical with fantasy football. And I'm like, what yeah, am I doing? All right. There I is like a second. It, there is a second like part it. to this question as well. Uh, where? Oh would Jesus you... Christ! Here comes another half hour <laughs> speech. This one's a little shorter. It's a, it's two players and uh, seven round rookie draft. Where? How early would you draft McKinney or Chin in a seven round rookie draft? And my answer is simply third or fourth round. This third is mid third is prop in this particular rookie draft mid third is the highest i'd draft mckinney or chin that's only if you're scoring prompts you to although it look with our advice uh it would be take a linebacker in the third or fourth and then take a take a more of a deal at safety take ashton davis in the sixth kind of depends on what your team needs are again you know but yeah you said third round that's exactly where those two are going mckinney and chin and chin Right now, I would probably take McKinney because the word is out on Chin, and everybody is red hot on him. His value has shot probably ten to twelve spots in the last two weeks. Oh, they realize the Carolina Panthers' defense is going to be atrocious. Okay. Yes, with Cookley out and everybody talking about him, I'm still taking Chin. I like him. I think he's still a good value, but the way his value is shooting up right now, man. Yeah. You, you probably want to look at McKinney with the Giants, and I love him with the Giants, especially playing along uh, beside your real papers. I think yeah. that's going to be good. Yeah, McKinney is my was my number one safety. Um, yep, me too. And I think I still feel that way. I think Chin is just a hair closer than some of the other guys, just because he fell in such a plum spot. Right. With he's probably going to be the box safety for Carolina, and. No Keekly there. There's a lot of formula. I mean, they have Whitehead and Shaq Thompson. I think they'll be fine. But, um, but yeah, it's it's um, it's probably you know a lot of advice there to take in. You know, we we basically planned this whole draft out for him. Yeah. So. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. Bill, bill me, bill me. I guess if everything goes <laughs> right. terribly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, if we did great for you, then join our Patreon and uh, get more great yes. advice on individual. Oh, yeah. we, we basically just broke down this guy's roster, which is one of the things we do offer with our patrons is to uh, you, you give us your roster and scoring and we'll sit down with you on the Zoom oh, we'll call. We'll break down the shit out of a roster on Patreon. Yes, 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 we will. Um, we Did we cover Blake Cashman? I feel like we, uh, we... skipped over him. A little. Uh, well, we kind of touched on him. I think, you know, if Williamson's a casualty, or cat casualty, excuse me, 
So I think Cashman kind of gets a look, or Neville Hewitt, I think it is. I think one of those two guys kind of get a look there. But he's definitely worth holding on to, I think. Yeah, he's definitely worth holding on to. I liked him last year when he had zero chance of playing time. Oh, yeah. Um, as a late-round stash. Um, but um, Yeah, I mean, we already talked about it. If Well, I, I don't need to really repeat. If... Um, <laughs> If Avery yeah, Williams man. gets if Avery <laughs> Williams gets cut, I mean it, it's Cashman's got it. I mean yeah, Patrick Onwasor is there. We'll see what the what uh, that is about. But I would rather have Cashman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would agree. Yep. So uh, just a heads up, we we've uh, obviously we're taping at night, but um, our the signups for the IDP guys invitational is uh taking off so boom you, you might want to get your names in there now if you uh if you want to be a part of that because it look it's looking like it's uh i'm gonna sign up i don't think nobody you, can you better me. sign up because nothing's guaranteed unless you sign up Man, i'm gonna sign up because i don't think nobody can beat me so hey I'm, I'm just confident like that you know i don't care if it is stompy bring it on you know i'm not scared but like we said, the, no, you got a challenge video, Daryl. There oh, you go. Oh, that, oh okay. okay. Get like uh, a Hogan look going, and yeah, he brother, he's got the bandana going. Although I'm not sure you want to imitate Hulk Hogan. He's not nah, do it. <laughs> Listen, well, I, I just I just put all of my stuff out there two years in a row. Do it. Actually, well, I, don't I, have I was referring pythons, but hey, I was I, referring to the fact that his morals are very questionable, but. Oh well, yeah. Don't do that. Just, just the, uh, just the character Hulk. Just the Hogan, character, not the actual okay. person. Okay, because he's, he's kind of a despicable human being. So, uh, but anyway, I'm gonna have to find me one of those red and yellow uh, do rags. No, the the, the scarf thing, Jiggy. Boa. Boa, that's it. There you go. Yeah, there I'm gonna think go. on this. I might have to do something. Fellas, do you believe that we've been talking? People. We've been talking for nearly an hour and a half. Oh, jeez! Can you believe that? Hey, listen, this is fun. Time flies when you're having fun. <laughs> Time does fly when you're having fun. Uh, so I think <laughs> we're going to put a bow in this episode, uh, and we're going to switch over to our Patreon hat. Where uh, thank we... God, because I have got to have a break. Oh, you and breaks. <laughs> you get up and. I'm... You get up and take a break like five times during the show. You know, your mic's hey, off. I've been here. I've been disappears. here the whole show. Don't even. Don't but even. Uh, on the Patreon episode, uh, we're going to a- answer one of the Patreon questions that we have. Uh, talking about the Cincinnati linebacking debacle. Uh, I know we oh. have some, some resources to pull. Paul Brown. <laughs> Isn't he like the former owner? He's still yes. alive. That's the linebacker you should take in Cincinnati. Yeah. But we will dig into that. Um, a certain somebody wrote an article uh, about that. Do, do you know somebody, who that was there, Daryl? I feel like I should. I think it was you, I believe. Oh, yeah. You wrote an article on idpguys.org uh, about this. I did, I did. So we will, we will cite, me, Logan cite Wilson. that a little bit. And we will, well, we'll get into it on the Patreon. Don't don't be spoiling our uh, Patreon and stuff. Oh, and uh, we'll also turn Stompy loose a little bit. We'll let him. Uh... Oh, God. We're just, 
we're just asking for trouble if we're turning him loose. We are. Me and turning him loose. I don't know that you can control us if this happens. That's why we're switching over to the Patreon, because there I don't have to worry about control. We we can say whatever's on our minds. But anyway, (laughs) which is a dangerous thing sometimes. Boy, you like playing with fire, don't you? (laughs) Again, you have to be a patron, and you are paying for that service, so... Right. You know what you're getting when you pay for that service. If, if you're a Patreon, you're going to get your money's worth, I promise you. Yeah, Daryl Daryl off the chain is uh, pretty, pretty interesting. Daryl off the chain. I like that. I might have to patent that shit right there. I just might. Patent it, huh? I don't know that you can patent saying I off can. the Because off the chain, I'm pretty sure, has probably been patented at some point. No, not off the chain, but I can patent Daryl off the chain. Hollywood off the chain. Anyways, uh, well, I don't I'm know how much longer I can hold back. You better hurry. I'm bringing up the outro music now. I click <laughs> a few buttons here, but uh, we like to thank at Stompy the Bear at yes, Sam Stompy, whichever one is oh. working. Tell us where yeah, you all your work and stuff, man. Just follow both because they're going to be bouncing back and forth. I'm going to say stupid <laughs> stuff on Twitter about people I don't like that are in the public sphere. So, yeah, just follow both and it'll be an interesting roller coaster. And what all are you doing nowadays? I started playing the outro music and I paused it so we so you could give your plugs and get your stuff <laughs> oh, in. Uh, no worries. Uh, Dynasty Diagnostic is still going on at Dino Diagnostic on Twitter on the Dynasty Trade Calculator feed. Uh, family of podcasts. Um, what else? Uh, FF Mercs flagship podcast. Um, you could just search, search FF Mercs pod family. Uh, it's me and my my friend John Hogue, who I yell at on the show a lot. Um, <laughs> I, I get to unleash myself a little bit uh, every once in a while. And um, so that's at FF Mercs on Twitter. Also go to ffmercs.com. We are a con- consultation service for both fantasy football and baseball. We also have a lot, a lot cheaper prices than the other guys. Um, so yeah, go check out and see what we can do for you. We help with drafts, um, roster builds, stuff like that, um, trades. Uh, so yeah, that's ffmercs.com. Uh, also we will be, uh, we, we are revamping the site. We'll be adding um, a, basically a new website with tools and stuff. So be looking out for that. Sweet. Superflex Super Show, um, DLF family of podcasts at Superflex Show on Twitter. Uh, it's me, John, uh, James, Ethan Turner, and Brian Haar. Um, oh, kind of Lord do help you. You're with Ethan <laughs> Turner. Lord help you. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, he, he and I are. We have gotten into it a couple times. No, we haven't. I love Ethan Turner. He's great. Um, he's a sarcastic person, though. Uh, but, yeah, so um, twice a week there at Superflex Show on Twitter. Uh, and I think that's it. All right. Awesome. And uh, we, we would be remiss if we didn't mention MyFantasyLeague.com is where we play most of our leagues. And our listener league is being housed there, uh, which Daryl that- needs to uh, check his settings to make sure he's uh, on the clock emails are. You are my properly. settings. I blame you for this. You are my settings. I, I do not have to babysit. Yes, you do. That's this is your my one. Fantasy you, league. Have... you know what you can do? You can go to my fantasy league and customize. And then there's a place where for wireless where you can sign up to get text messages when you are on the clock. 
So there job. is zero excuse for people playing on my fantasy league not to know they're on the clock because they give you so many options of being told you're on the clock. They really do. They do. I still blame you. You had one job. One yeah, you just got to go in there I, and change I, your I settings. Don't. Just I am remember not, that. I am not your babysitter. You are. You're not my. If you're, child. if you're a, if you're a commissioner, make sure that you make that an automatic thing. Yeah. That they update the draft status and when you're on the clock. Oh, quick question: Is this uh, our announcement on the? Uh... No. Oh. Just, just, just wait. Oh God. Wait. We we got one. We, we we got one piece of news. We we got to spread the news out. Son of. A- and we don't really have uh we'll just leave it at that we still have some things up in the air so we will okay. we will okay. have make our announcements when we are fully ready to make them sweet we already made one so sweet all right outro music's going now go hawks Tighten up. and we're about to take the patreon that should be a lot of fun so, patreon.com idp nation check it out Go do, do it. it right now. Do it, do it, do hear it. Us some more. Like Shane says, he loves his patrons more. Yeah, you know. Good night. I, I really do. Fucking-